0: Good morning, BeatSuits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are the podcast about movies that the internet is raving. Didn't you used to be about books? I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great panel with me today. First up, in Southeast Portland, please welcome back my co-host, Mr. Anthony Lopez.
1: You want the moon, Alex? I'll throw a lasso around the moon for you. <laughs> really can fuck
0: up the tides if you do that, buddy.
1: You know what? I've seen Bruce Almighty. I know it's not that bad. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't, I have not seen Bruce Almighty. Isn't that the one that... No, wait. Br- so Bruce Almighty is real. And then Evan Almighty was like a sequel that wasn't about that. And they just called it a sequel. Yeah, Evan Almighty was the spinoff for Steve Carell's character. Right, okay. But, uh, but wasn't it a different... Be- it wasn't originally not in the universe at all. And then they just added...
1: Well, it's a very similar premise in the sense that it's like... Morgan Freeman as God, and that's like a whole cinematic universe, so there's a chance that it could have just been a coincidence. But no, it, it uh, yeah, that was that was a weird one.
0: Yeah, that is weird. Um, I, I just am av- fascinated movie. by movies that are not actually intended to be sequels that someone just called a sequel, like Dirty Dancing 2, that is like it was actually just about the Cuban Revolution, and they were like, <laughs> well, This could be Dirty Dancing 2
1: or Die Hard 3.
0: That yeah. was originally not Die Hard.
1: Oh, you never heard about Yeah, Die Hard 3 was originally a script called Simon Says and then they uh, changed the main character's name to John McClane and were like, "So, is now.
0: <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other one I know, I think we talked about on the show is my uh, a friend of the show, Bill Oakley, wrote a movie about Krampus the Christmas Demon, who I am also obsessed with, and it was a, it was like going to get like it was like far along in the production process and then uh, somebody had the great idea to cancel that movie, take some of the script elements, and put them in uncredited into the Santa Claus 3. Yeah? Which is, like, the worst thing I could imagine someone doing with your script. Mm. Like, isn't that hurtful? You became, like, part of... not even You're not even the writer of Santa Claus 3. You're just... You're the scraps in Santa Claus Three. I'm the corpse
1: that the yeah. writers Santa Claus Three pillaged. Oh, scratched. that's so
0: sad. All right, so yeah. this introduction is taking a little bit. Let's get to our next person. Uh, also joining us uh, from uh, returning to the show from Los Angeles, California, at Preston Party on both Twitter and the Gram. Please welcome back Amber Preston.
2: Oh, thanks for having me. I like the idea that it was dirty dancing. Two, not the number, but the word. And like this is oh, like, uh, like this is dirty dancing as well.
0: Yeah, like uh-huh. uh, like sometimes stores do that.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's fun. Uh, uh we'll
1: watch that one. The thing that blows my mind about the Dirty Dancing 2 sequel is like Dirty Dancing has been having sequels and been remade every two years since it came out. They just yep. don't call it that. It's just one of those movies that is so stolen from that like The idea of eventually just being like, no, this is the
0: actual sequel. It should have been Dirty Dancing to The Streets. (laughs) That would have been a strong play. Um, Also, fun fact, uh, Dirty Dancing 2, the reason I know that is it was written by uh, NPR's Peter Sagal. What? Yeah, the guy from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. He wrote Dirty Dancing 2, not as Dirty Dancing 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was he wrote it about the Cuban Revolution. It was like they took his script and destroyed it and made it into Dirty Dancing 2.
2: That is a real fun bit of trivia. Isn't that neat? Uh, <laughs>
0: yes. I was once working for a radio show that he was a guest on and I, I wrote a quiz for him called Yes, That Is My Job. And wow. I, it was a quiz about things he had done. And so I had a, a question in there about Dirty Dancing too that he did not know the answer to because they didn't even invite him to the filming.
2: Oh no. Uh, I saw him once in a panel. I was at a second city, fiftieth uh, anniversary thing, and it was a Stephen Colbert panel, and then everybody came out and then they introduced him as the moderator and the audience went nuts. It for, is... Like crazy for him. They're like, Stephen Colbert, who? We want Peter Sagal.
0: People love that guy. Of the people I've met worked with, I think he's one of the first that my like the most impressed my mom's ever been is that yeah. I've <laughs> met Peter Sagal. And actually I told him cool. that and he was like, Yeah, I get that a lot about people's moms. <laughs> <laughs> uh Also, a third guest now who uh, is being very polite not to talk before you're being introduced, although that is not a rule. um She's at Irene underscore two the streets. No, Irene underscore at tu. Um, does it? Did people have anyone ever made to the streets before? To you? Is that? Is that?
3: No, a- that's the first one. Nice. <laughs> so, right. congrats,
0: uh, Irene underscore two on Twitter and the gram in San Francisco, California. Please welcome. Yes, her, uh, making her debut on the program, Irene two.
3: Yay! Thanks for having me, Alex.
0: I really like uh, uh to the streets that's my favorite sequel joke um,
3: um i actually have no idea what you're even talking it about is, so it's a, it's this the is dance great
0: movie um oh, oh. A, a, T- a
2: channing tatum vehicle? oh yeah yeah,
3: yeah. Step, that, it's, up. It's, it's it's chan- step up it's a step up to that's what it is. the street
0: gotcha that's my instead of saying electric boogaloo after any sequel i always say like to the streets. <laughs> to the streets um, okay that's my favorite i also Goddamn really like millennial. Actually, my favorite thing in sequels is when the number just gets bigger. So like 101 Dalmatians, 102 <laughs> Dalmatians. That's my favorite.
3: They really want you to know it's like the first one, but worse.
0: <laughs> this is much closer, yeah. Um so this is episode number four hundred and seventy-three of the program. Wow. I know. Uh we've now done as many episodes as the number of Bradley tanks the US Army bought last summer. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, America <laughs>
0: <laughs> finally, team. ready for that yeah. big land war that's been coming up
1: yeah, I mean, Bradley takes two that's those are the
0: the Mercedes tanks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> none of that Sherman nonsense, I don't know no. um uh actually they the they have a lot of really updated uh, g- computers and electronics and stuff in the cabs, so uh they you could they, they're probably like a backup camera and stuff, maybe even seat warmers they're real nice <laughs> now.
1: You think they have dash cams on those tanks? Yeah, people, for sure. like, For people who try to scam them during wartime, you know? Oh, your tank hit me. You, I'm
0: going to sue you. Tank insurance. And, of course, can...
1: uh,
2: six months free of Sirius satellite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they definitely are not going to subscribe, but for that first six months, they're mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of people misplacing large sums of money, this week.
3: <laughs>
0: thank you. That's the best Good one of these has ever worked. Um, Got him. We're talking about It's a Wonderful Life, the 1946 film starring Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed, oh. based on the self-published short story The Greatest Gift by, uh, and this is true, Civil War historian Philip Stern. Huh.
2: Hmm.
0: Not what you'd expect for a guy who wrote this uh, the thing that became this movie. Also, directed a guy- by... Hank-
1: a guy who spends a lot of time thinking about what could have been? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> that makes sense. That's a fair a point. guy who spends a lot of time thinking about what would an alternate universe look like?
0: <laughs> I don't know if kind of all makes sense. historians of the Civil War from the 30s and 40s were on that side of things like they seem to be now, but um, it's, it's a fair guess. Uh, this is also directed by Frank Capra, and it basically ruined yeah, him, so it, that's is. fun. <laughs>
2: basically ruined it
0: did things. this was like part of his downfall this was like his proof that he could make a comeback and it was yeah. it was not successful and then did uh, people didn't like him
1: yeah i mean the story of this how this film became a christmas classic is fascinating
0: yeah uh it's yeah. time for anthony's facts starring anthony yeah. lopez oh. anthony tell me more <laughs> about that
1: well so, so you, you know this movie was like a like critical and theatrical failure when it i
0: did out. know that yeah it lost yes. money for sure
1: so this movie lost a ton of money so it was uh, uh, incredibly cheap for TV stations the license around Christmas time
0: because so, it was so f- such a failure.
1: Yes, because it was such a failure, and no one thought anything about it. So what happened was because this movie was just so cheap to put on television at a time when not a lot else was on, especially like film quality storytelling. Uh, it would just get aired on. Ma- all the major networks around Christmas time for you know 50 years and it turns out if you do that it makes it a classic that's so, a know, brilliant plan it is yeah, yeah. if you make so it flop it, enough it turns out if you only have three channels and there's literally nothing else to watch besides those three channels and you it's a wonderful life on two of them multiple <laughs> times every December a good amount of people are going to see it and be like there's something to this movie that's yeah, so interesting. But yeah, I, this. Yeah, because I've so been watching only...
0: this. I remember seeing it a bunch as a kid. I had. Yes. uh I, I was wondering this time around. It's been years now. Um, does the is this a classic because of its is because there's something there, and I, I have wrestled with this question for the last couple of days since I watched it again, and I am not sure either way. And so oh, we're
1: gonna get into it.
0: I'm interested I... in everybody's opinion of that, but I it, like partially the thing that it had is being affordable.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean this <laughs> is. To give you a little bit of background of myself and *It's Wonderful Life*. I, *It's Wonderful Life* is probably easily the movie I have seen more than any other movie sure. on the planet. I have watched it at least once a year every year of my life. Yeah, uh, that I have yeah. been a way of watching movies. It's my mom's probably my mom's favorite movie. Uh, she watched. My mom's a very religious woman. Very religious woman. Uh, she yeah. watches this movie two or three times every December.
0: Oh man! So
1: I have seen this weep? movie. She just enjoys it. She just, no. I mean, she doesn't like get really into it. She doesn't Mm. like sit there and like quote the lines. She just likes having it on. Uh, So I've probably, growing up, would watch It's Wonderful Life at least three or four times every year. (laughs) Uh, And in the last handful of years, I still watch it at least once a year. I unironically, genuinely love this movie. I I think it's so
0: interesting.
1: Yeah. So I, uh,. There's a lot of things I could say about it. I'm very yeah. excited to get into this. Conversation.
0: Okay. On the flip side of this, Irene. Yes. The first time you watched this was late last night.
3: Oh uh, no! It was this morning. It, I just it watched, watched it. <laughs> so you? I just finished watching it while we were doing the logistics for how to get this thing to work. Uh, how is it? That so you- I was like trying not to cry when you guys were like, "Is the mic working?" <laughs> and I'm like,
1: oh, God, like, I cried. Yeah, it, it is, and Zuzu's pedals are back. Yeah yeah exactly (laughs)
0: uh oh that's interesting so but uh so it was just never it was never around when you were growing up
3: um i'm sure it was on tv on a station i wasn't watching right i i watched like a lot of cartoons and stuff i grew up in the 90s so i just watched like nickelodeon and um cartoon network but But we didn't watch any of the like quote-unquote classics because i'm not white oh (laughs) that so you know
0: yeah i guess this is it is a pretty white movie. Uh I mean also, it was in
3: 1946. It's yes. black and white and yeah, so I guess it's also they're a pretty all black white
0: movie, but it's it's a Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah Got Yeah. Yeah. Uh All right. The first time you said that I liked it, and now I feel like it's sarcastic. <laughs> um So so what was what's your what's your just a uh, immediate feels? So it, it made you a little teary?
3: um yeah well I, at the very end um i liked it um i thought it was an enjoyable movie it's a little bit long it's
0: a bit long
3: yes but i liked it i just kind of hated the relationship between um uh what's his face and mary
0: yeah george i already mary. forgot his george name and mary. george yeah. yeah
3: of course i mean they said his name like 300 george. times and i still forgot what it was <laughs>
2: Cause he's I, the lesser Bailey brother. Nobody cares. Yeah.
0: he's the loser. Oh, you, you're part of that too. You you would also prefer Harry. <laughs> oh,
2: I mean, yeah, I
0: don't. One's I don't a warrior. Know. The other one can't hear great. I mean, let's
2: be honest. <laughs> Violet's where all the fun is at. Let's follow her. <laughs> right, right. And hang yeah, out with
0: her. even alternate universe Violet is kind of fun. Yeah, she's like <laughs> punching a cop in the alternate universe. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I think yeah, I think their relationship is probably the most difficult part of the movie for me. It's the most frustrating. It's not great. Yeah. Uh it's there's still parts of it that I like. Uh and I do like I like her, but uh yeah, mm-hmm. the, the they do not communicate. He does not treat <laughs> her well. Um No. Uh although he he does treat her slightly better than Harry treats the hired help. Yeah. Uh which is a little gross too. Um I should say, uh if this helps, I don't know if this helps anybody or not, I uh, Uh, wept the whole thing i cried the whole movie and i when i cry a lot at a movie it like my body does not know the difference between that and a real hurt and so i spent like most of thursday bummed out like i was like my body was like why are we so sad and i was like nothing happened to us Everything's fine, but you didn't realize your life was wonderful <laughs>
2: after watching
0: it. No, I, you, have, you have to understand.
1: Alex was crying because because uh, Potter lost. Yeah, but, no, because no, because Potter is, has all this money but doesn't have use of his legs and it's like, what's the point? You know, it's just very... <laughs> Alex, Alex always roots for the villains in these types of movies, especially someone who's just like, all Potter did was fine 10 grand. How was that so bad? You're right. All right? You know, he's out there employing people. He's I mean, out there, you
2: know. He's a smart businessman. He, yeah.
0: Does Does it ever actually say how he lost the use of his legs? Because my theory is he can walk just fine. It's just more fun to pay someone to roll your chair around. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it is an, an ornate chair yes. uh, at that.
0: Yeah. I think he just. Yeah. I just
2: thought him. he was lazy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I think it is. I
0: think he's just he can afford to be lazy. He's um, allergic
2: to cats, but he was like, Oh, I can have a wheelchair. I can't pet a cat. <laughs> creepy, like." But, I yeah, generally, I,
0: I find, I find this movie to be very touching in a few places, especially the the yeah. scene where they're pouring money on the table and everybody is nice yeah. to him is just ugh, real tears. That's
2: and, on in the background for me. I'm looking at that right now. Oh. I'm have it on for. The feels. Um, I cried because all these people uh, scrimping and saving and buying houses with their seventeen children. I'm mm. like, what is what is that world where <laughs> someone gets a loan and can buy a home and <laughs> raise their family? That looks beautiful. Yeah. I mean,
1: we- there is no doubt we're in the Potterville universe right now, right?
3: Like, we, oh, yeah, that's Jeff Bezos for sure. Yeah, like
1: we we ended up in the alternate reality in which George Bailey was never born. That's what's yeah. happened to us, right?
0: I mean, it that's, does feel there was there was definitely some crossover between that and like the uh, Back to the Future 2 alternative mm-hmm. universe, yes. which is the one where Trump is the mayor. Um mm-hmm that it's it's a it's a crazy similarity uh although <laughs> my downtown is not nearly as fun as potterville's downtown no. um and one of my favorite but
2: also quaint it's
0: just adorable the during the alternate universe one where every single building is a strip club all of a sudden yes <laughs> um, yeah, real uh, good
1: okay. Main Street, that town. I it gotta was, say,
0: it was really uh, by uh, Thomas. Uh, we had a bunch of great comments on on Facebook and Twitter, but Thomas on Facebook said that it made me laugh the most, which is like, I wouldn't want to live there, but Pottersville's a real happening place to go out for the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a very good good observation. Um, so let's actually talk. Oh, it was actually Amber? Sorry, this is I, I almost I almost skipped you, Amber. Uh, so what's your history with it?
2: Um, we I've seen it a handful of times. The first time, so. I think that I'm like in my brain I'm supposed to love it because it's been you know, it's just so in the universe. Um uh we saw it in fifth grade, Mr. Ranky. I remember him building it up and it was like this big like oh, you know, it was we are. Mr. Right Ranky's favorite spring. movie. Yeah, and he played it and um it was kinda like a little bit of a letdown because we were—he kept saying it's so great and it's his favorite movie and it's gonna be the best. We were like, we get to have soda pop and pizza and watch our movie, <laughs> and then it was like seven hours long and black and white, and we, you know, didn't understand because it, it was fifth grade. And you're like, what is suicide? What are you talking about? And uh, why is there? A po- I was just fascinated with the idea of a pool under a dance floor. Yes. anything. Um, so that was the first time I watched it, and then I think it's kind of on in the background, but. It's never been like a family like sit down and watch it. It's just like out out and about and um, but rewatching it. Uh, I also rewatched it this morning. Um, it is beautiful to look at and I don't often sit and watch old films and yeah. it does make you think. Oh gosh! And, and then I started watching it in color. It was like, oh, no, no, this is, yeah. I don't care for this too much. And, um, <laughs> then went back to the black and white. Although young George Bailey in the color version, mm-hmm. meow. I get it, Mary. I yeah. get it, Violet. Like, what an adorable preteen. I, mean,
0: uh, I assume you mean when he's like a young businessman, not when he's a child working at the farm. No, 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 no.
2: I mean a child. Like, he's <laughs> adorable. Oh, the okay. Freckles. He's got, like, ambitions. He's got dreams. <laughs> yeah. He's talking. He gives her so much coconut on her Sunday. Like, forget about <laughs> it. it. So much coconut. e e
1: or Oh, you know what I mean? Yes,
2: exactly.
1: Yeah, I hate that that guy so much. Hot dog. Oh,
0: man. Uh, I also do not like the idea of someone ending up married to someone that they were obsessed with in, like, fifth grade. Uh, That just seems like
2: that they like apparently never talked because like yes. the high school dads, it's like as if this tiny town, no one ever talked. Did, they're all like, so good to see you. Yeah. i like, they're your neighbors.
0: <laughs> you live right f- fucking next door. What do you mean so good to see you? Your Your moms talk every day. Uh there's no way. All right. Uh let's let's go through it in order now. Um uh oh by the way, the reason we're watching this really quick is because it's Christmas. This is the end of Christmas season 2018. So Christmas is the month where we allow our listeners to pick either Christmas movies or movies about bears. So last <laughs> week we watched Paddington and this week we're ending the month with It's a Wonderful Life. Um if you want to vote on upcoming topics, you can go to buddies Anybody who donates to the show gets to vote in our uh really petty democracy for upcoming <laughs> topics. So now let's describe the film it's a wonderful life for wonderful life for those who have not seen it in a while uh please everybody jump in make corrections and make sure i cover everything that okay. you want to hear god is real let's start there
2: <laughs> right but, but he, and and he's an alien
0: he's yeah he's a glowing <laughs> star shape uh yes, yes. uh but that's important to know that he's real uh, and he's interested. So the deists are also wrong. He's interested in helping people. He's interested in getting involved, but he doesn't help them all of the million times he could along the way. He waits until they're at their breaking point. And then if they receive a minimum number of prayers simultaneously,
2: right? It's like a YouTube subscription situation. Yeah, exactly. You gotta have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he can't monetize the prayers unless he has over 500 subscribers. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, he, uh, there's enough prayers to push somebody over the line, then, and only then, will he intercede by sending the world's dumbest angel. (laughs) Well, it's not God, actually, so Joseph, the boss of heaven, sends uh, Clarence, the world's dumbest angel. Yeah, there's,
1: like, an implied, like, uh, office like culture and there is so much bureaucracy in, in heaven. There's, yeah. There's <laughs> like a real uh especially because I've you know I've been watching a lot of the good place, uh and like that is like a thing that is like a very common theme of like heaven as like an office workplace environment <laughs> is is like very is really hack in right now. Uh there's a show on TBS starring Harry Potter that's about that. It's weird. Um uh, mm but uh I keep seeing ads on Twitter and I, I don't want them I just I stop but anyway
2: uh,
1: but uh it, it's just like I I hadn't really thought about that till this viewing but it is very much like ahead it, of the curve that way
0: yeah Clarence is the uh is an angel second class uh which is like a slightly office slightly bureaucratic uh I don't know like uh, it's just a strange amount of bureaucracy for like you lived a life of pure good, and now you're like, oh, great, office politics for the rest of eternity. <laughs> he spent 200 years trying to earn like his basic acceptance into this club of heaven. And uh, he's
2: even like embarrassed to bring it up when he's like, well, if I, uh, yeah. excuse me, boss, if I <laughs> succeed at this, I don't suppose I could, um I don't know. He's, oh, kind of, of,
0: he's <laughs> failed many missions, which means so many people were on the verge of suicide, and then he did not help. Oh God!
3: Isn't that terrible? I didn't even think about that till now. He's,
0: you, and also, if you get assigned Clarence, you get like, oh great, this this asshole. <laughs> uh, oh man, it's heaven is really messed up in this. But um, they don't
2: even give him new underwear.
3: It's it's. Bad. He's like the free
1: lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. He's a court-appointed angel.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, this is a heaven that's like. You know, hey, that kid's about to drown. Should we do something? No, let's just kind of sit back and see what happens.
0: No, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> he, like hopefully his parents had a backup child to help save that child in case something happens. Because I feel
2: like that he jumped in the water to save. Like he made George do what George was going to do anyway. Like uh, jump in the, you know, when he jumps off the bridge.
0: Then, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. In like, the suicide, not in sink. the saving his brother. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Jumped
2: ahead. Jumped
0: ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yeah, totally. Uh, so so what happens is Joseph, the boss of heaven, uh, teaches Clarence about George's life through a series of flashbacks. Uh, first, him saving his little brother from drowning um, when they are uh, using snow shovels as sleds because of uh, olden days. And <laughs> On
2: a pond that has an open yeah, hole in open. it? <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this is a terribly unsafe thing. And uh, he does save his brother uh, by jumping into Let the Let me tell you water. something.
1: In Potterville, that shit doesn't happen. They've hit fences around these <laughs> things, right? They have higher Potter and getting sued for nobody. I you, feel
0: like this bit about you thinking I like uh, Potter is a, is a smokescreen so no one realizes you are the villain here. You <laughs> hey, are the man. true Potterhead.
1: I love cities and main streets wrapped in lights. That's all I want. I you do
0: love me. some neon. Yeah. So he saves his brother from drowning. Then uh, there's another flashback of a little while later where George is working at a pharmacy and he is the only person who notices that his boss has recklessly filled a capsule, not from the <laughs> bottle labeled medicine, but from the one next to it labeled poison.
3: The giant. It's so large. Poison. So large. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is a very good labeling system to keep that from happening. It is in huge letters, it is written poison, and he has just poured that into a kid's prescription. And. Uh, uh, George's the only one who notices and saves that child's life.
2: Do you think that guy was going to commit suicide? That's why the poison was out on the t- on the shelf.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. What are the Where other uses of like a pharmaceutical, just poison grade poison? Yeah. I mean, he had a lot of it. Yeah, giant. Uh, um, he, he could be. He was very sad. Uh, and yeah. then there's another I flashback. Mean, I,
1: I like to think that he's just been doing a uh. A, a, princess Bride building up
0: an immunity for years to it in case <laughs> it was an iocane yeah. powder in that jar yeah
1: exactly he's just he just takes a little bit i mean he he does straight up just gum some of the poison when yeah. he's like let me see that so he obviously has some yeah. immunity do it and oh, knows that, that what that it tastes, tastes like, like. Iocane. oh that tastes like exactly what i take a little bit of every day just to feel alive <laughs>
0: Yeah. He also remember, this is like whatever this is like 1910. So, the so the uh, he was in a kid had the the flu or whatever, and he accidentally gave him poison. And then, the real medicine that he was planning on sending was probably cocaine. Yeah, so uh, there was no good outcome at this point for a, a pharmacist. Like, I mean, best case scenario is a placebo.
1: Uh, you know, he could have hit George in his good ear, that would have been a better case scenario <laughs>
0: than what happened. Yeah, he does hit his employee. Also, George seems a little young to have a, a full-time job. Um, he
2: was so stuff. handsome. That's how he got the job.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, I don't try to decide if this is a creepy bit or not. You, um, <laughs> I think it's okay. You sound nice.
2: Well, I mean, like, <laughs> if I was that, like, I can see we're young Mary... If you were Mary, pilot, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Mary does this really great trick where she's like, is this the ear you're deaf in? And then he pretends he can't hear her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she says, I'm going to love you till the day I die. It's the only conversation they have in the movie. <laughs> um, and then, so then we cut then we ahead to a later where uh, George is about to go on a journey to do something he actually wants with his life. And then his dad maliciously has a stroke mm. and leaves him in charge of the shitty but good hearted bank. Um, also weird subplot. Uh, the bank is the hero of this movie.
1: <laughs> well That's, it's a uh, building and loan is yes. it necessarily a bank I don't know of that I
0: believe yes it is a bank there is a bank okay. examiner who has the power to send him to jail immediately that is true so that seems like a bank uh, I don't understand the, <laughs> yeah, the bank examiner who's like we are definitely finishing this by midnight Christmas Eve because I want Christmas off Like <laughs> the the bank will be fine take a week man you, you've earned it
2: yeah yeah or it could have come a day before
0: yeah sure <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very uh last minute uh weirdly weird schedule um so then there's another flashback where george is about to hand off control of the shitty but good hearted bank to his little brother so he can go on a journey and finally do something that he actually wants with his life when his bro- brother maliciously gets another job and a wife without telling anybody
2: rude uh-huh.
3: that is weird that he just was like oh i am married now." it's like you invited nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Well, nobody
2: talks in this town. They don't, like, everyone ages 20 years every year and no one knows anything about anything except for the moms.
0: I feel like, this is, uh, like, not funny, but this is a true thing, is that I, I find movies where the number one source of the conflict in the movie is that people did not talk about something that they should have talked about. Like, and that's not their main character flaw because they don't, he doesn't talk about this with his brother. All of the fights with his wife at the end is just, like, you don't want to just mention, hey, this is what happened. Or even when he like, goes over to uh, call on her and treats her like garbage, he could at least have said, like, something terrible just happened to me. But he doesn't. He's just always in a shit mood and never says anything. And I, it's just a lazy drama to put in. Like, if he just said, oh, I'm in a bad mood today, everything would be okay.
2: It is lazy, but uh, coming from the Midwest Scandinavian people uh, that I do, I'm like, oh, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. that's how, uh, that's
0: I'm how not i think that's it's not realistic. I just think it's yeah, lazy writing. Uh, so then uh, there's one where uh, George gets married to his elementary school sweetheart uh, right after violently shaking her and telling her he won't get married. And then kissing her. He won't her. go into
2: plastics.
0: And then, yeah, he won't work in plastics. And then he kisses her. All of this while she's on the phone with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, And it—it's the first of many situations there where he is like has a good reason to be sad, but is just a just a shit communicator about it. Um, And somehow she finds that that violence uh, romantic. I guess she's into it. She will love him till the day she dies,
1: Alex. (laughs) What part of that child making (laughs) a situation she's stuck with
0: through all the years? (laughs) Yeah. He threw oh, a man. lasso
1: around the moon for her.
0: Alex. No, he he did not. He promised that, and like everything else, he promised did not come through. Hey, that he's moon really is good unlassoed. He's really good at Charleston. Yeah, he does. He can <laughs> dance that? his ass off even underwater.
3: Oh yeah, that was in, that was insane when they were just like, oh yeah, I don't know how to dance, and then they could just dance. Um, that's not how that works. I,
0: it might be how it worked in the in the twenties when you had nothing else to do. Maybe. I don't know how hard it is to Charleston. I don't, I mean.
2: It looks fun though. I was like, yeah. I want to go, I want to go Charlestoning.
0: You seem like, of the people I know, the most likely to already know how to Charleston.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I'm not that as good as they are. I think I could at least say, move on the beat, but I don't, I think there's, <laughs> there's a, there are probably some cool tricks I could learn.
0: It would have been really fun if they had done it more like the way, like dancing that I am familiar with would go, where everyone's like, I can't dance and they play the music and everyone just kind of like moves their shoulders a bit, <laughs> keeps talking. <laughs> Yes, like it's uh, a Charleston hardly. contest. Yeah, so how's work? <laughs> um,
2: he also didn't um, when she accidentally found herself naked, which I'm sure we'll get to oh. in the bushes. He was such a gentleman, so maybe that's why she loved him. He, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't try. <laughs> okay, that anything. was bad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was, I was. I actually hadn't written that part down. But we definitely. That's a scene worth talking about. Um, after they dance, they get wet. Uh, Cause they fall into a pool and keep dancing and it's great fun. And so they borrow some shitty clothes and then through uh, some funny uh, situations um, where George is going to kiss her, but only to prove a- his manliness to a neighbor. Um, she like loses her robe and ends up naked and he uh, in public and he makes a huge deal. Like he, he is not helping her at all. No. He makes a big show of not giving her clothes back. He considers selling tickets Oh, yeah, and, like, calling the police, they'll really like it. What, yeah, what, and actually, that was, like, the, the truest moment of the movie is when he said, if I call the police, they'll be on my side, which is uh, an impressive level of privilege, because he's absolutely right. Uh, that yes. shitty small-town cop would have been on his side.
2: Oh, yeah, the way they looked at Violet in that, like, opening when her new dress, yeah. and it was like, uh, uh, like, they all, like, <laughs> jacked off, like, in that moment. Well,
0: Looney Tunes was... tongue rolling out yeah. of your mouth uh, yeah. scene of just this woman in a dress. Ugh. <laughs> uh. yeah. Oh, uh, which one was the which was the cab driver? Which was the cop, Bert and Ernie? Uh, oh
2: yeah, Ernie's the cab driver. Does that sound great? Right?
0: That sounds right. Yeah,
2: Ernie's the cab so, driver. So yeah,
0: Bert that Bert, the 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 jerk off cop would a hundred percent have been on his side if he had stolen a woman's clothes and left her hidden in the bushes, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then was charging tickets, which is gross. Well, uh, d- to be fair. <laughs> What? Tell, me, tell me what Potter has done well for the world uh, this time. Uh,
1: he, did, he didn't steal her clothes. Bert would definitely not be okay with that. No, he found her robe That's and true. was then exploiting her. He would be he, okay with that. but had, as a police officer, he'd be like, "Well, did you steal that
0: robe? Because then you got to give it back." <laughs> he, yeah. which he was, did. He
2: stole it from the school.
0: Stood on it. Yeah, he had stolen it, and then he like like stood on the string and pulled it off her on accident. Um. Uh, and then is like, "Oh, my dad's dead here. Have your clothes back." And then drives away, and just leaves yeah. her in a robe in the middle of the neighborhood in a bush.
1: I hate when a a, a good riff gets ruined by my dad
0: dying. That's <laughs> just such a bummer. It's such I a... hate
2: when a creepy neighbor's watching me almost make a move on my date, and then uh,
0: <laughs> just kissed her saying, already.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh oh man. Um, So later they do get married uh, and then um, they're about to go on their honeymoon when the economy maliciously crashes (laughs) and there's a run on the bank and only George's persuasive public speaking skills stop it and keep the bank alive. Um, And then in the first of many like heroic making the best of a bad situation opportunities Mary buys a condemned house and refurbishes (laughs) it in an afternoon turning it into a lovely honeymoon spot. Uh, where did she
2: go did she go to the other bank did she go to potter to finance (laughs) that house yeah how did she get
3: all that money
0: (laughs) maybe maybe she's just squatting maybe they do not actually own that house and she was just like like, this is a great depression no one's gonna foreclose on this house i'm just gonna i'll be here it'll be fine yeah man if she went to potter and secretly has a home loan that george doesn't know about from his oh my god i'd love it that would would be great because they would never talk about it um Basically, though, the thing, the, the running theme of these is that George is a nice dude, except towards women, and is insanely unlucky. Like, mm-hmm. he is like, 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 like that godlike star glowing thing must be super pissed off at him up till that point. Because the moment he's about to do anything fun it gets pulled out from under him. It's not like two months before my trip, my dad died and I had to stay and run the business. It's an hour before my trip. Ten minutes before college. Fifteen minutes before my honeymoon, the, there's a run on the bank. Like everything happens on the way to the train station. The guy has the worst luck.
2: Yeah. I do feel for him. Like it just like, oh, I just just go, go out of town for like a day.
0: Yeah, start with a yes. day trip. Yeah, exactly. Like just leave a day early for whatever trip you're going to go on so you yes. don't hear the news. Right, uh, but it turns out on the on the side though, George happens to be great at running his bank. He's like giving loans to nice people named after drinks, and um, <laughs> uh, which he was
2: doing like right out of high school. It's just funny, like they're like he doesn't go to college. Like, nope. well, you're eighteen, you graduated twelfth uh, grade. Time to run the bank.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you understand finance. Uh, <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, he, uh but he's like doing a really good job. This is a good time to introduce Mr. Potter, who Anthony's mm-hmm. favorite character. Um, uh, Don't so put George, that juju on me. Right? You, you put it on me. I, this is it's like a, a smelt delt delta situation. You and you,
1: look. Can I, can I just say real fast? We'll yeah. Back up for just yeah. a second before we get into Mr. Potter. George knows everything he needs to know about banking. He knows that if you put two bills in a safe, those bills
0: will fuck
1: and yes. make baby bills.
0: Make that money. is how
1: real money works, right? <laughs> uh
0: yeah, it's just uh you put in uh uh you put in Abraham Lincoln and uh and a and a Benjamin, and then they make a little George. Yeah. I don't know why Lincoln was the only other president I could think of on a bill. <laughs> um
1: no when a five fucks a hundred you get a dollar <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> you know I mean? uh
0: yeah you, yeah that makes perfect sense um he, he's very good at banking so uh but there's there's this villain in town uh it's about this time in the movie you need a good villain uh and it's that it's mr potter who owns everything bad in town he's a slumlord he owns all the strip clubs. if he had his way downtown would be just strip clubs and the only thing keeping him from completely destroying this city and putting his name on it instead is uh, George Bailey and his tiny little bank. Um, he He's doing well enough, but then when the recession happens, he just, or the, the depression happens, he just, like, buys everything, and now he owns the whole city. Um, and, and he's just waiting for George to fuck up, and fortunately, George does, because he puts his dumb uncle... Who literally forgot to attend George's wedding? (laughs) They put him in charge of cash deposits. It's
2: it's well, like you know, he's done this before. Like this of course this is not the first time.
0: (sighs) Why does he? Why is he in charge of Eddie? That he should be your bank's mascot. He sits outside with string covered fingers and just talks to people. Just he should not be in charge of money. He should have been retired long ago. So so retired. Um. Uh, so he uh, accidentally misplaces the equivalent of a hundred thousand dollars in twenty eighteen money. He, but
2: he's just walking around with too, just cold hard
0: cash. He's gesturing envelope. with it, a hundred thousand dollars, and he's just gesticulating with it when he's like poking fun at the uh, the 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 villain uh, in a wheelchair. Uh, and he accidentally places it on Mister Potter's lap and then leaves. And Mister Potter, being a villain keeps the hundred thousand dollars uh and because of george's unbelievable bad luck the minute that envelope goes missing the bank examiner shows up to check their books the like just the same moment which is so unlucky
2: because like the course
0: you got to figure like if george watched like the great recession a few years ago and was like oh they don't check anything at a bank now like he would be so pissed his wow. regulator was there the second he fucked up, and we now we just don't care what they do at all. I mean, it's amazing.
2: <laughs> he should he should be banking right now. George.
0: He should. Oh man, George would be so good. George, right? Yeah. yeah. This is this movie said in 2018. George uh like runs countrywide financial or something. <laughs> uh, it's too big to fail, you know <laughs> George. Well, actually, we do learn that's true. The savings loan was too big to fail. The people had to bail him out. Actually it's a... Oh, man. Uh, anyway, so the uh, bank examiner shows up. It's all going to shit. Um, and George does what he always does. He internalizes his rage and takes it out on his wife without telling her what's going on.
3: And his kids. He's and, his just, ki- and kids. Yeah, yeah. Super
0: shitty to his kids. He's shitty to his kids' teachers. Um, he gets drunk and drives, um, uh, He which he ruins a tree, which is like best case scenario really for that. And then finally he realizes he... The only way he can raise the money for his family is to uh, to kill himself and thus collect the fifteen thousand dollars life insurance policy that would uh, save them from the debt. Except that probably he's a good businessman.
2: That's pretty good. That's a good idea.
0: Except that probably, like, don't life insurance policies not pay off for suicide? Suicide,
2: Yeah. yeah. So maybe Clarence was trying to help him. He's like, "Come in and save me. You'll drown. Then they'll get the." Oh yeah, that would. Have- <laughs> oh, that makes sense.
0: Clarence was trying to do insurance fraud. Yes, uh, I, I like that way better. Um, yeah. yeah, that is a bad plan from a guy who maybe never actually went to accounting school, and that's why he didn't know that about his plan, his life insurance. Uh, and that's when we get into the, like, just heads up, this is like two and a half hours in already. That's when we get into the real shit. So Clarence, the dumbass angel shows up, (laughs) right? Clarence,
3: the dumbass (laughs) angel. (laughs) He also just looks ridiculous.
0: Yeah. He's, he's wearing period clothes from 200 years ago when he died. Mm -hmm. He's wearing, uh, underwear pantaloons.
2: (coughs) And jumps into a raging river, a white water. That small town has
0: a huge river through it. With um, no
2: ice on it. And, you know, I also during that scene was thinking, there's so much snow. Is this just like straight asbestos that they were like sprinkling <laughs> on these actors? Because the yeah. fake snow situation is obscene.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. That is super dangerous. So yeah. George wishes he'd never been born, is what happened. And that's the, the straw that broke the camel's back to get God involved in this whole situation. And so uh, uh, he's. He uh, Clarence the dumbass angel uh, says sure I'll make that happen for you and he creates (laughs) the Biff Tanner alternate reality where uh, where George was never born and it turns out George is the only important thing that's ever happened in this small town uh, because he was not around to save his brother from drowning even though his brother still went to that same sledding hole even without being pushed into it by his, by George <laughs> but um, so Harry drowns that day because none of the other kids can save him either only George could have saved him yeah. and then because he's not there to join the army later where he saved a battalion uh, of, of soldiers uh, uh, America's army decided well if Harry can't be here no one is in this position and so all of the soldiers die because George <laughs> didn't save Harry and Harry was the only one who could fly that plane like they just didn't have anybody to handle the war they That's just were like tough. they had like that I had an airplane with an empty seat like when Congress is interviewing somebody who won't come in. like they just had <laughs> an empty chair in that plane and then it crashed mm-hmm this is so crazy uh also the pharmacist is a social outcast because he poisoned that kid um mm-hmm. even though he wouldn't have had a delivery boy I don't know how he managed and uh in probably the the I think the shittiest part of the whole thing is that uh Mary, is an old maid because without? Oh George, yeah,
3: that was yeah. Because they were like, "Oh my god, this is so bad." She works in a library.
2: Yeah, there's uh, Jolene Luntz,er's a very funny comic. She's got a great bit about how that is like they set it up as it's like the worst thing. Yeah, could have ever happened to a woman, and it's like, no, that sounds like an amazing life. She's got <laughs> she seems fine. Great things. Well,
1: yeah,
0: also I mean, she she might have met somebody else. It's weird that like it's like If right? George isn't here. You are unlovable.
1: <laughs> but also, at the same. Uh, in that scene's defense, because I've, I've been trying to think of a way to justify this scene for the last week since it came up on last podcast, and here's what I've come up with. There's no way she's not leading the anti-Pottersville resistance from that library, right? No. She's teaching kids how to make pipe bombs and Molotov cocktails <laughs> and how to apply fill dressings to wounds in there. Yeah, room. she's explaining she squatters' fucking- rights yeah she's fucking like in there doing the real shit and this guy comes up to her and so it's trying to like she's just, just like you know, trying to keep it cool trying to like not oh let him she know. thinks he's
0: from the government and yeah exactly she's, she's a communist and so she's worried yeah. Yeah.
1: anti-potter's potter communist that's e- even it
0: further yeah. proof that she is rad and george is mostly dragging her down in this movie <laughs> yes is that
1: she's she's in there teaching kids how to pit tampons and gun wounds so that it stops the (laughs) bleeding, you know? Like, and (laughs) do another...
0: (laughs) A thing that people actually do. That's actually a thing. Uh, That is actually a real thing. A a friend of ours was a combat medic, and he was telling me about this Uh, uh, this as a thing that they actually have to do because it's just very absorbent
1: yes and it uh stops the stops uh, fills yeah. the woo. Uh,
2: yeah. you don't have to explain that to us
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we know. i wasn't We're on explaining board. that part to you <laughs> oh. i was just telling you my friend shane has done this yeah. in the field in oh wars God. and that's a I, well actually here's what i was explaining that to um yeah. this is one time on the show anthony made a reference to a tampon and my mom got really mad at him she oh, listens God. to the show and she is mad at him for that and it w- she had misunderstood what the reference was he was making a reference to butt chugging alcohol with tampons oh. and she was not familiar with that practice fortunately ah. uh so she thought he was saying something very different than he was actually saying anyway so i was just clarifying that he wasn't right, just right. saying put tampons in things right. it's actually a medical <laughs> advice
2: fair enough fair enough sorry i didn't mean
0: to jump on you uh, I, I just i just get i feel i feel like i have to defend myself because that was a really weird thing that i felt like i had to say and so anyway <laughs> you're all caught up
1: We've got and let's be honest We're closer to that being useful information than we are far away. You know what I mean? Well, there's not a single chance that in five years we're all going to either be dead or fill dressing wounds. That's it. That's like that is absolutely going to happen. We're helping people out right now, you guys.
0: It's weird that my mom didn't like the Tamon thing, but she's fine with your real cynicism about the downfall of Earth. Hey, humanity, Earth will be fine. Yeah,
1: Earth Earth does not give a fuck about us.
0: So the other thing that goes terribly wrong in Pottersville, or right, depending on how you look at it, is that uh, he, well, so because George not around, Potter owns the whole city, has renamed it after himself, and has turned every movie theater and library into not library no the library still exists interesting yeah the library still exists but got rid of the movie theater and every restaurant and and cafe and turned them all into strip clubs yeah including employing uh, George's uh, other sort of crush uh, Violet who is now a, a radical violent stripper uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great um, also good band name radical violent stripper that's mm-hmm. not terrible. There's also really? a part where an, an, uh, the, an angel bites a cop, which I enjoy.
3: Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh,
0: somebody on, on uh, Facebook also pointed that out, that that was their favorite part. Angel bites cop. Um, and I forgot to write down the name, and I'm I sorry. Wonder I wonder what
2: happens to you. Like, do you get any sort of infection? or you, like, your ear sparkles?
0: You get, it, you're, you're, you, you get infected with the Holy Spirit, Amber. Oh. Uh, just speaking in tongues really fast. That was uh, Alex on Facebook who says that. Yeah, exactly. You can, all of a sudden, you can speak every language. It's amazing.
2: That sounds uh, That
0: sounds great. But, it, well, the whole thing isn't great because George has uh, learned his lesson. He's sad that he doesn't exist. And it really taught him uh, that <laughs> he is... He's sad he
2: doesn't exist.
0: He's so sad he doesn't exist, he realizes, no, no, the whole time, I should have had a lot more pride and ego Uh, in all of the things I'd accomplished because uh, without me literally everybody would die and uh, so he gets his he he wishes to have his life back and it works and he goes back into town and he's acting like a real fucking weirdo and everyone's pretty chill about it and then Mary again the real hero of the movie while he was off drinking and trying to kill himself she figured out what was actually happening with the bank and did what George should have done which is raised the funds to keep the bank alive she called in the favors that they had and uh, it's in, in kind of a funny twist. Like everybody in town came through by dropping single dollars, uh, crumpled up bills and coins onto his table. But then also, his friend, the billionaire in plastics, just <laughs> loans him the money to keep the bank open. So they don't need any of the other people.
2: But that lady finally turned back her seventeen fifty that she got. The, oh yeah, that's true. She thing. did
0: all in the micro loans. <laughs> yes. Uh. And it is, uh, uh, it's also nice because George realizes he is the richest man in the world because he has a series of friends slash dependent folks.
2: Yes. And a beautiful giant home. A giant yeah. house. A
0: really large house that they don't yeah. actually own. And With no
2: windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They still have that, the posters over the windows from the honeymoon day. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: and very, very poor safety railing. Yeah. Don't yeah. Just,
0: <laughs> Just... <laughs>
2: <laughs> that banister, somebody fix that goddamn ban. That should have been day one. Get Potter so in there
0: yeah. to put some fencing up to keep you from falling off the stairs. Yes. Um, and then Clarence gets his wings, which I feel kind of mixed about because fuck him. And then that's the movie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. Wait, fuck Clarence. Of all the people you want, like... i Clarence. not care is a- for Clarence. Here's my main issue with Clarence, is Clarence just tells every single person that he's a supernatural being yeah. and that is oh yeah not, that was very weird not how you do that that's not how you time travel like Clarence is the worst wingman. In Well, it. in
2: Clarence's defense, he's probably tried, like, the first 200 years, he was like, no, 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 I'm going to blend in, I'm just a regular, <laughs> by this time he's like, I don't fucking care, uh, they're never going to give me these damn wings, I'm going to wear my underwear that I like, yeah. I'm going to tell everybody who I am, I'm going to do it my way, you assholes.
0: He gets them thrown out of a bar because he doesn't know how to order a drink, he's just uh, he's just he's, kind he's of a douche. He's living his best
2: life, he's just uh, doing what he wants. Maybe. Which is the key to success the whole time
0: but he has this unbelievable magical power where he can create alternate universes and he doesn't start with that he waits until it's it's george's idea
1: it's not like he has the power he has to get god's permission to do it like god's doing it clarence doesn't have much power at all the only thing he could really do is scream like a whiny brat uh, for (laughs) someone else to come and save him yeah Yeah. uh So like he doesn't actually like, he has to you know like kick kick anything like that up the chain of command before he can do it, you know?
0: <laughs> I what like this is such a an awesome power. Why not just do this from the jump for everybody? Uh assuming that everybody would be better off without them because I I actually I guess there's you're sort of rolling the dice. There's definitely yeah. m- that's true. Like, what Most if Clarence was like, you've never survived, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, Bedford Falls is like a metropolis and everybody is rich. 9
1: uh, 11 <laughs> never happens. Yeah, exactly. It's just, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Oh, how. Shit. This is
0: your your deal, man. Uh, yeah. I do remember when, like, the
2: first time I saw this in fifth grade, Mr. Renke's class, as I mm-hmm. uh, mentioned before, yeah. thinking about that, like, it was like, well, what if. What if I wasn't here? Well,
0: like, what a great thought. We're actually going to talk about that in a later segment. I can't wait. Oh uh, okay. Hang on to that thought because before we do that, we have to do uh, a compliment pizza. So Ooh, it used to be – it doesn't matter. When you, for the new people to the show, it used to be a sandwich. Now we don't cut it in half. So instead of two compliments, it's one. It's a compliment pizza. You're caught up. Amber – Yes. Instead of the alternate universe thing, which you're talking about in a second, please give us your major compliment. What's your nicest thing you're gonna say about "It's a Wonderful Life"?
2: Um, I I love Donna Reed. Like I could just oh, like, yeah. let's just look at her. I actually, um, what's her name? The uh, Violet as well, uh, Grace. Yeah, Grace, Grace Graham. Um, uh, the costumes they Like she uh, she does. She says like two things. Yeah. But I'm I'm invested in what Mary and Donna Reed has to say. Like whenever the camera's on her, I'm like. <gasps> Yes, Mary. Tell me everything. Oh, you don't have any lines. That's fine. It's interesting, uh, yeah, because
0: George never asks her to tell him anything.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, but I want to know everything going on in her head. I think uh, She was very she's reasonable. A, a delight, and, yeah. the, and the cost the dresses. I just, I just love. I love yeah. all the costumes. Yeah. So
0: if she walked by, or if you know, Violet walked by in that dress, you would also oh, jerk off in your cop yeah. car. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I'd hide my boner behind my cop car. <laughs>
0: uh awesome uh irene what, what's your major compliment
2: um
3: i liked that it was such a big fuck you to rich people
0: uh as as so many things in christianity sh- should be originally uh has largely been lost but yeah not into rich people in this movie
1: well yeah uh, not at all to be fair it's you know this movie is one of the novelty things about it is that there is no comeuppance at all from mr potter oh that's a good right? point. So, like, there's like he has literally he gets away with it. Yeah, he has a hundred
0: thousand dollars for free. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, and he just <laughs> spends Christmas alone, but no one ever finds out he did it. No one, he never gets any judgment or anything. Mr. Potter gets away completely scot free in this. But
2: he movie. does have to wear that bald cap and that weird. Makeup, yeah, that's so true. That's <laughs>
0: Not alone. When you are rich, you can have people like they will hang out with you. You like, got
3: the wheel. Yeah, he guys. has that assistant guy. Yeah, he has
0: the assistant. Does, well, isn't his other? There's one of his like coworkers, the guy who threatened to quit if oh, he yeah, didn't he destroy like George, George Bailey.
2: Yeah, he's like he's building up that great little park Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you don't destroy him, I might go work for him. Uh <laughs> Anyway, is it doesn't he show up and give some money to? Oh, I think On the table, yeah. I believe he's one of the guys who shows up. Um. They're all the same. Anyway, Irene, your point is, uh, fuck rich people. And I agree. For now. For now. If I turn out to be rich, I will have someone go back and edit this part out of the podcast. Because uh, <laughs> I feel like I would be good at it and like I <coughs> sort of deserve it. Um, but yeah, the, the movie is, is definitely for the little guy in a way that I, I think is very enjoyable. Um, and it is like a bank is the hero, but it's small local banks. It's not big banks.
3: Mm-hmm. Right
0: um yeah yeah i agree I, I my compliment i have a couple of mini compliments in fact uh um i'll do yeah just a couple of quick mini compliments. number one uh potter has an oil painting of himself above his desk and i like that um uh number two uh a compliment for simpler times which is like everyone just jumps in the pool fully clothed like they don't have phones in their pockets
2: and they don't get hurt like so like that scene so many people are just fucking diving in all i can think is somebody's gonna hit somebody in the head
0: (laughs) yeah there are too many people in that pool to be diving for sure Mm -hmm. um but i like the carefreeness the like my first thought was like "Ah, phones and then i was like oh no they don't have phones yet um uh they don't even have a phone even their home line their their landlines they, they they aren't connected the microphone and the headphone yet they still have to be two separate hands um but uh, so that was a fun summer time, and then uh, my third mini compliment uh, is for the crow.
3: Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Why kind of the fuck crow. is there a crow?
0: There's just yeah. a crow that lives in that bank, and they never talk about it. Yeah. No one addresses the crow. No one is like the bank examiner isn't like you know you shouldn't have crows in a bank. That's one of our rules. Uh, there's just, yeah, there's just a crow that lives in the bank all the time, and it's fine
2: and I he was like, like a funny story behind that like they were filming and then that crow just wouldn't leave and they were like "Ah, fine
0: yeah because the other option is that they like trained a crow to hang out <laughs> right. with the dumb <laughs> uncle for no plot reasons
3: uh, yeah they're like oh we got to do this scene again can you get the crow to fly over again
0: oh <laughs> uh, the crow went in a circle we need the crow to fly in a straight line now I don't, man also probably 25 crows died over the course of this movie <laughs> This is a thing about old movies. Uh, anyway, those are my mini compliments. Anthony, I hope I left something uh, on a little meat on the bone for you. What's your uh, compliment pizza? Uh, like
1: I said, I love this movie. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of things I could compliment on it. Um, If I was going to pick a favorite thing about this movie, you guys have covered a lot of it. Um, I'm trying to think of what... My, Donna Summers was going to be one of my Donna Reed? major... Donna Reed, yeah. It was <laughs> going to be my... Uh, one of my major comments. So instead, I'll go with Henry, Henry Travers as Clarence. I know you didn't like him. I think as he is a delightful angel. in this movie. He is so funny. Uh, I love the way he plays the character. I just. Eh, for
0: just, yeah, I guess for a movie in 1940, it is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. And Jimmy Stewart's also really he good. He
2: is really character. good. It's hard to sometimes think you, because you see so many impressions and people making fun yeah. of him, that yeah, yeah. you need to step away from that and go, oh, no, he is charming yeah, and, uh, yeah i um, see
0: it i definitely yeah, see yeah. it uh i i am super irritated by a lot of the decisions his character makes but uh <laughs> jimmy's is, is totally charming when he is when he's in a good mood yeah yeah very likable um yeah. well we're gonna do we're gonna talk about our alternate realities in in our upcoming a- a- a bonus bonus we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back for that All right, uh, now it's time for a uh, very quick game. We're almost out of time. We're going to play a game of Lightning Bonus Round. We're going to the Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. Lightning Bonus Round is our mini game segment uh, where we answer questions and explore ideas uh, inspired by the movie, um, sometimes in game format, sometimes more of just questions. And the first one uh, is that question that you asked yourself, Amber, when you were in fifth grade in Mr. Hankey's class, which is, um, what would you and Clarence discover together if you were exploring the six most important flashbacks of your life, but you did not exist, um, and this actually, I was inspired to this question by this is going to be a little serious for a second, and then very serious for a second, and then we're going to get back out of it. But we had a listener right in who I will keep anonymous uh, from this, but on Facebook who said, "I always found this movie very irritating. As a chronically suicidal person, I in high school, me would not have saved anyone from death or spinsterhood, so it would not have been a very surpre- <laughs> uh, very inspiring." Uh, uh, Version of reality. So, um, I that's that is, uh, an intense way to say that. I would, I would also add to make it a little bit lighter is that I don't think any of us are important. So I, I guess that's not much lighter. Um, I just feel like shit works out, and like it would be, un, it might be different, but I don't feel like everything would be bad. There's no person that if that person didn't live, everything would be shitty. Yeah, um, I'm not.
2: I, that's a bit selfish to think that I have um, butterfly affected someone's life. So in such every a way. single person, <laughs>
0: yeah. I and maybe this is a story about the guy who actually that happened for, or maybe it only works in a small town if you're the, and you're the only good-hearted, smart person there who doesn't leave. Um, Although that's an interesting story, too, I guess, is like if George just went away to college, then the town also is Pottersville now. Yeah. In this theory. Yeah. But anyway, so I think it's fun to think about the consequences of, of you not being uh, 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 not ever existing and like what things would be different. So do you guys have any any glimpses, any flashbacks from your oh that you think how it would be significantly different, better or worse if you had never existed? I think my, my wife would, would be, be way yeah. happier.
1: <laughs> your wife would be happier? <laughs> Yeah, and my I husband would just,
2: be sleeping on a mattress on the floor still.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, so okay, just, so different directions for you yeah. both. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, I just
1: I just think of all like, this is all the like dudes my wife would be sleeping with, and happier, and just everything would be so much better for her. If she'd be the opposite <laughs> of his <her> interests. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that would have been a very different movie if he's like showing all the sad things that happened, and then they're like, let's see what Mary is like, and she's just like at a party, hanging out, being cool. I'm like, wow, she looks so happy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, you kind of like locked her just down during the prime of her life. Doing <laughs> blow and being like,
1: I'm going to nail all these guys tonight. Yeah, literally like,
2: passing yeah. guys back and forth. Yeah, out, whatever they want.
0: Leading the revolution. There's so many mm-hmm. good options. hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Amber, uh, you were gonna, what were you going to say when, when Anthony and you spoke at the same time?
2: Oh, oh, that just, like, my husband would, oh, husband. like, still have a mattress on the floor or something. Uh, yeah. for wouldn't mean, be doing I, as well. I've
0: had this conversation with my wife before, uh, and I feel like, I don't know if she would be happier or less happy, but she would be fine. Like, yeah. she would also be, she would just have a life with somebody else. Uh, she's amazing. Somebody, like, she's very lovable. Yeah. Many people would have fallen for her, and... Uh, whether that would have made her more or less happy than me, I don't know. I do some things well and other things very poorly. Um, it's a mixed bag. Somebody else would be probably a mixed bag for her as well.
3: <laughs> I'm, r- I'm really glad that all of you guys have people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so what's, what would yours be, then?
3: <laughs> well, clearly uh, nothing. It would just be the same. <laughs> uh,
0: that is another gamble. It's like Clarence shows you shows your life and he's like trying to find a place. And it's just like, oh, this bar has the same name. And it's there's no strip clubs where there are no strip clubs now. And yeah, I'm sure there's, there's, uh, we'll find something. We'll find something. Just,
1: just like going through, uh, I, uh, Mad Max Fury road never came out. So that's yeah. something that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something very weird. That's like, yeah, oh, so- actually through this complicated series of events, this Uh-oh. movie got made. Oh,
3: shit. Oh, you know, I- you know what is one? Um, if I had never been here, uh, m- uh, my, uh, Softball team that I played with for one year. I was very bad at it. Probably would have won that game,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless they forfeited. Was they were they?
3: oh I was the last person I struck out. So I'm pretty oh, sure they would have won yeah, that game. A crucial yeah.
0: game where they would have had one yeah. more at bat. Yeah. But would those people have been happier?
3: Oh, a hundred percent. They were so mad <laughs> at me. I was the worst player on that team. <laughs>
0: Well, it's their fault
2: for having you on the team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that is true. Well, I do wonder with George, like, why... Like, if George never existed, they might have just had another kid who might have saved uh, Harry from drowning, and then those kids would be fine. The soldiers would be fine. I think one of those
2: other little boys would have jumped in. They were all running over there. George just happened to be the first one.
0: And they were like, they made the chain to pull him out. Like, maybe you didn't even need another kid in the water. Mm -hmm. Like... Just grab his hand. Everyone else was doing fine. George is just always making it about himself. Yeah,
2: and that kid, the the kid that got would have been poisoned. He probably would have died from diphtheria or Oregon Trail something or other. Like he, yeah. he was not. Who, do we even know that? Guy's oh, also, still
0: alive? this might have been a little. Also,
3: late. um, why the 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 the, the Mister Gower? He just um tasted the poison. That seems amiss. Yeah. Yeah. Then he was like, "Oh, it's poison." Uh huh. Yep.
0: Yeah, he could I have know been, what poison
3: tastes like. Uh, actually,
0: maybe his son would not have died of the flu if it weren't for George. Yeah, maybe he would have been home with his kid or something. I don't know. Uh,
1: I just imagine. I just got this image in my head of like George talking to him about that pill bottle being filled with poison, and like it, the camera zooms in, and you just see Lee Hovey Oswald as the name on
0: the <laughs> on the bottle. <laughs> that is a dark twist, man. Mm-hmm. If George hadn't been there. Uh, President Kenny, Kennedy would have done two terms and everything would be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, if that was, like, at the end of the movie, like, Clarence just busted. in. was like, wait a minute. I looked future in the timeline. Holy shit, we have to make you not exist. I know this is
0: very beautiful,
1: but trust me.
0: It, uh, it, I really like the small changes where, like, he was really upset. He was like, wait, this bar can't be Nick's bar. This has to be Martini's bar. And, like, maybe, like, in this other world, Nick is, like, happier. He got promoted
2: martini's wife is definitely happy they had 20 kids she'd be like yes please come home and help me <laughs> yeah, and not be at a yeah. bar every night
0: yeah totally uh yeah man there's so many other other ways I could have gone um i guess one more yeah one more quick game this is suggested by tj uh uh seems like a, a good opportunity to play no retreat no surrender so this is our classic game where we explore the uh, more deeply than the movie does the lives of the minor characters we based on the movie no retreat no surrender where the minor character is more interesting than the main character so um what who else would you like to see more of and what do you imagine the rest of their lives are like for example i would love to follow that crow um <laughs> i'd love to see what that crow gets up to do they have to feed it does it just fly in the window or does it live in the bank full time is a crow in a bank because he loves shiny things and he's trying to see the coins what is what is this crow's life like
3: i want to see more of that um i guess you called it the help whatever her name was
0: i, I kind of called her the hired help uh which was oh okay. my optimism which
3: was slightly better yes <laughs> <laughs> also like weren't they poor i'm like how do you have someone helping you That's when you true. guys barely They're have money
0: full-time cook and nanny to sexually harass
3: <laughs> oh yeah that was weird
0: That was super gross. It was like just Harry was like slapping her butt and chasing her around. And she was like, oh,
1: don't touch me. Yeah.
0: Oh, you child.
1: I want to follow the guy who had the key for the pool because I like that guy. Yeah. How did he get the key to the pool? I like the guy's whole style. He has like this way of like slowly leading you to where he wants. That's true. Hey, isn't that George and Bailey, up, uh, George Bailey
0: up there? Hmm. Isn't that the guy who kind of was mean to you a second ago? Isn't he standing mm. right near a trap? Is this the key to that trap? Yeah, I
1: just like the way that guy, I like his style. That just guy slowly is the devil. Everything. I like those yeah. two guys
2: together. I think that they end up together, and they're fun, and yeah, let's see what, what they do.
0: I, how does one come, come across the key to the swimming pool, though? That i'm curious about what was his high school career like that he got that master key to the, to the i sports?
3: think he's just the swimming uh, pool creeper where he just always has the key and
0: just is creeping just the classic swimming pool creeper of bedford you know. falls <laughs> one of the first known serial killers interestingly enough the pool creeper yeah
2: in pottersville uh, not in bedford falls oh, sorry, in pottersville.
0: yeah all, yeah uh, <laughs> um yeah. Also, what if like Potter takes over the city and like a bunch of people get jobs, and then uh, he dies, and they are actually happier in the long run? <laughs> it's also possible. Anyway, um, yeah, more more minor characters to explore. I'm curious about what the rest of Potter's life is like because we only see him when he's pissing off George. Um, but he, he's got other things going on. He had to have a wife,
2: and like like he's comes from like he's so rich. There's no way he didn't get like set up. You know that he has a wife somewhere. yeah yeah
0: some sort of a largely arranged marriage with another rich person
1: yeah i've never thought of this before, but for some reason, when I imagine what does Mister Potter do, I imagine him just killing rabbits. Is that weird? Is that that's <laughs> the image that pops into my like he's head? He's
2: out on a fox hunt, and some poor sap's got to push his wheelchair around. And sounds like on.
1: somebody's. It sounds like, like someone just watched The Favorite. <laughs> yeah, they they uh he you no know, like him in his office, and someone brings him. I, I the image in my head is a shopping cart full of rabbits <laughs> and a ball hammer is what someone brings. Him. Oh, and he just oh, pulls them on out one you at a time. Keeps me home. Yeah, yeah, at home. That's what I mean. That's what Mr. Potter does for fun. For some reason, that's just what I imagine him, like, like
0: You not- really went all in on this. You you bought this movie. You are nice. into the world it created.
1: <laughs> it's just like this image popped into my head of him sitting there and, like, not being into it. He's just, like, he's grumbling about it the whole time. Like, oh, goddamn, Rabbits, I gotta do this. It's very
0: girl. dark. They,
1: yeah, it's just, uh, For some reason, I just, that's what I imagined him doing.
0: I think he, uh,. I don't know if about I don't know about that. I, uh TJ who suggested the game also suggested the pres- pro- probably he's the president now. <laughs> the, Mr. Potter, yeah. Potter definitely became president in this world at some yeah. point. Cuz he did have that hey. war service he was doing. He was like in charge of the draft for yeah. some reason. Everyone was hey. doing their part during the war. <laughs> Even the villains. <laughs>
1: yep. Look, if it wasn't for Mr. Potter, we'd all be speaking German right now. Right? That's
0: all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm curious about Nick. I would love to see Nick the bartender who becomes Nick the bar owner and what Mm -hmm. that's like.
2: I want to see more Violet. She knows what she wants. She goes after it. Uh,
0: yeah, I want. She goes to New York to like make it as a dancer and then doesn't because of George's financial problems.
2: I don't know. But yeah, I like leave her to her own devices. Woman's got smarts and she's, she's got ideas. I want to see. Yeah.
0: I think she's doing all right. Mm-hmm. It was weird that that uh, there was rumors that they were like doing it because uh, she kissed him on the cheek. She was in his office for less than a minute. <laughs> like they think that they went that she just went in with George had the fastest quickie of all time in his office and then left lipstick on his face. And that was their affair. Right. Uh, Even though they
2: all know George and like think he's the greatest, nicest guy ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely not giving her a loan at the bank like everything else he's doing all day at the (laughs) bank. Uh, um, But I'm also curious uh, uh, there's a a character credited as Bridge Caretaker, um, who I assume is the guy who found them when they had fallen in. Oh, yeah,
2: that's so like believed. Oh, that guy?
0: Yeah, yeah, who, the guy who just like falls out of his chair about, of, when Clarence tells him things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what is that? What is Bridge Caretaker like in Bedford Falls? I don't
2: know, I, yeah, maybe he's like a toll. Is there? Do you have to pay money to cross that y- bridge?
3: Yeah,
0: or? perhaps he's a, he's a, or he's a troll.
2: Yeah, <laughs> 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 or he just
3: watches people as they commit suicide.
1: Yeah, he's and like that guy in China, but he doesn't stop try to stop them. He just watches them at... <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: uh, a living. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's a living uh if you guys have uh at home have any favorite characters you want us to uh, make sure that we mentioned you can uh add to the discussion on facebook or on twitter uh, you can also play along and suggest games for upcoming topics by going to read-weep.com slash next uh and we appreciate everybody who suggested lightning bonus round games this time around And that's going to be it, you guys. That is the end of the show. That is the end of our 2018 run. That is the end of Grismus, everybody. We did it. We did it. We did it. Uh, Next week, we're going to be off for a week. Uh, We might be able to throw a little bit of a bonus pod in there. I'm not sure yet, but we're mostly on vacation next week, so no full episode. We'll be back in January. January, we're going to be doing something super special. Uh, We're doing uh, a month uh, entirely of Does It Hold Up? So for the month of January... Um, I'm having people on who have things from their childhood that they have not rewatched in a long time, and we are going to explore whether or not they are still great, or if it was just the foggy eyes of youth.
2: Oh, that's fun.
0: That's gonna be a fun thing. Uh does it hold up month all of January? I was just really excited about uh, some of the episodes we're gonna do for that, so that's gonna be super neat. Um as always you can vote on topics after that, uh, uh in in February and March uh by going to read it.com slash buddies and becoming a meat buddy. Uh Anthony, thanks for doing this. Thanks for, thanks for this. having me. As always. Always a good talk. I'm glad we got to do something that you really liked. So I'm glad we got to explore it. Um, I guess I never actually said how I feel. I, I, overall, I'm like more persuaded by the fact that you still love it. I feel like I do like a lot of it, and then I hate little parts, and so I don't like. I feel a little guilty about it in a way of like old movies sometimes. I'm very charmed by pieces of it, and then I just wish you didn't like shake her so much while she's <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. You know. Although like, as as yeah.
2: bad as some of these old timey. Uh, films can be like that. That, that that's not as bad as you know it's, every once in a while you watch true. it and you're like yay that was yeah yikes.
0: But yeah yeah there's there's uh, uh it could have been worse. like meet the downstairs neighbor and it's a racist caricature right right yep. yeah yeah we've true.
1: watched movies that were made 40 years after this that were way worse <laughs> right. than. like you know that's what i mean like that's true, true. S-
0: that is uh, such a good point. Um Uh, I'm glad I got to talk about it for you, and uh, I'm glad I got to make you watch the thing you're gonna do anyway for Christmas. Yeah, this is fun. And thanks for joining us at Preston Party
2: on Twitter and on Instagram. uh, For having me, I just want to encourage everyone to uh, seek out uh, uh, Zuzu's Petals, uh, a band I think (laughs) I liked back in the day, and uh, just thought was a fun name. (laughs) Oh, that's so. Yeah, I think we. I think I listened to them in college, and I don't remember the music, but I remember it's a band that I'm like, oh yeah.
0: I think I like them. So. <laughs> That's such a neat idea. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Um, it's Juju's or Zuzu's? Zuzu's. Like the uh, sorry. Zuzu's pedals. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Uh, I will yeah. check that out. What if they're bad?
2: I can't remember. I mean, they might be. I don't remember, but I remember... I mean, I uh, liked a lot of bad things. Uh, in that, sure,
0: yeah, in yeah, then, yeah, totally. So. Well, they Does
1: work. it hold up? December edition. Yeah,
2: it? I love
0: This <laughs> is it. <laughs> a 1990s band. Uh, a lot of torn denim. I think. Uh, I look, think. They look cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's also a. Uh, oh, there's a, a great Confessions of a Former Slur Girl on Ooh. Huffington Post uh, by the singer of Zuzu's Petals mm-hmm. about uh, being drunk all the time at shows. All right, anyway. I'm going to investigate. And And, and then thanks for making for joining us. Uh, I've been trying to get you on for a while, Irene. I'm glad we were finally able to make it work. And by trying, I mean like I've thought about it for a while, and this is the first time I asked you, but I've been wanting to make
3: (laughs) it work. Oh, Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I got to see this movie that everyone has talked about at some point or another in my life, and I'm just like, I've never seen it.
0: I didn't know when I asked you. That was like such a bonus. It's always fun to have somebody seeing... A, a classic like this for the first time it's great to get oh i've on. not
3: seen so many movies so <laughs> oh, perfect all right fyi <laughs> i will if that's... you're ever like did you see that movie i am be like definitely not
0: oh man i i've been talking for a while about doing a month of like uh major oversights month uh where you have people watch things that they have like my buddy mahana has never seen uh star wars um and I just love the idea of breaking somebody's never seen uh, uh, together and seeing how they react to it.
2: That is fun. I just yeah. watched Jurassic Park for the very, very first time. Really? And, uh, it oh, is that would have been fun perfect. as an adult watching these things. Yes.
0: Yeah. I feel like Jurassic Park, I watched a couple years ago, and it did not hold up for me uh, as much. Alex, as I I've told you this before. Oh, if true, you ever say that
1: this. to me again, I'm going to punch you in the throat. I will get in an Uber, <laughs> drive to you,
0: How's <laughs> it we you. We report over Skype the, even though we're Stop. in the same city.
1: Stop saying Jurassic Park doesn't hold up. That's it didn't hold up for me. Bullshit. It I did not hold up for me. I will fucking kick you in the face, Alex. I don't think I won't do it.
0: This is the maddest you've been since I started telling everybody you liked the prequels better than the yeah, original Star Wars movies. I know
1: where you live, Alex. I've seen where you sleep. Don't <laughs> talk shit about You're the You're not going to pay Jurassic for an coat.
0: Uber just to be mad at me. That's not you.
1: Well, I'll run some errands on the way back. I'll make it worth it.
0: All right, we're going to go. Have a good end of 2018, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, We'll talk to everybody in two weeks. Goodbye.